Hello, my equally eerie friends, and welcome to Spooky Saturday, a segment where I, Ethan, share spooky stories submitted by listeners of the podcast. Welcome to the 12th episode of Spooky Saturday, and I couldn't thank you guys enough for sending in your spooky stories. I really appreciate it a lot, so thank you, and I hope you guys are doing fine. Spooky Saturday wouldn't really be continuing for another season if it weren't for you all, so pat yourself in the back and thank you so much. Oh, and if you have any paranormal experiences you'd like to share, please email us at officialtabitabipod at gmail.com. And remember, this is not only for Filipino listeners, but also for international listeners. So if you like it, please spread the word. And who knows, maybe your story will be included in the next episode. Now, before we move on to today's episode, a huge thank you to my wonderful patrons for their continuous support. For the multi-tier, a huge thank you to Terence C., Christina N., St. Peaches, Stephanie E., James G., and our latest multi-patron, Earl B. For the Anita tier, a huge thank you to Violin A., Jordan, Mona, her daughter Luna, Legion, Roman, and Philip. Also, a special thank you to Michelle G., Bonkers, and Carlos C. And if you, my dear listeners, if you decide to become a patron, go ahead to patreon.com slash tabitabipod. There are three tiers to choose from, the Multu tier for $2, the Tao tier for $4, and the Anita tier for $6. Early access to episodes, exclusive updates, and exclusive episodes are among the benefits, so if you'd like, please join us. Or if you're feeling generous and just want to help, or if you want to give me a birthday present because the podcast is turning 3 this year, you can give me a tip on coffee at kl-fi.com slash tabitabipod. So with that said, settle in my dear listeners, and let's begin. This first story was submitted by Silvery Wind. I am Malaysian and my story takes place in Malaysia a few years ago. This happened when my friends and I were on a class trip to Genting Highlands. On our way back to our hotel room, one of my friends, whom we'll call L, heard someone call his name. He turned to see a silhouette of what appeared to be a friend of ours, R. So L called out to R and R turned around and ran without responding. L pursued him thinking R was just messing with him. Strangely, no matter how hard he tried, L was unable to catch up with R. Perhaps sensing something amiss, L halted the pursuit and fled as quickly as he could in the opposite direction. I'm sure he nearly passed out when he saw R emerge from the elevator with a couple of our friends not long after. However, the story did not end there. When we were sleeping in our room, I woke up around 3 a.m. to find an extra person on the bed. For context, four of us shared a king-sized bed and the extra person had their arms draped around L. Surprisingly, in my groggy state, that did not alarm me. And when we got home, L got a horrible fever that lasted a week. His condition only improved after his mother took him to a temple and prayed for him. This second story was submitted by Mark O. This happened while I was working in the UAE. I lived on the 17th floor of an 18-story apartment building. I 
noticed something odd about the elevator in the building while living there. You see, every time I take the elevator by myself, it always comes to a halt on one of the four floors of the building that are currently being renovated. And when I was in the elevator with another tenant, it wouldn't stop in any of the renovated floors. For context, the floors are called mezzanine because the elevator's floor indicator panel labels them as M1, M2, and so on. This night, when the incident occurred, was no exception. I took the elevator by myself and it stopped at M3, one of the least well-built floors and was currently being renovated. Now, I read on the internet about spirits roaming around buildings and allegedly following people. And in the articles that I've read, they also provided advice on how to deal with them. Some claim they are harmless and simply want to go about their lives as they did when they were alive and while others are less sure. And I believe I encountered the latter. Now some stories about how to deal with these spirits range from ignoring them to acknowledging them and telling them not to accompany you inside the carriage. For reasons I now regret but cannot recall, I tried the latter. The next series of events will live on in my memory for the rest of my life. When the elevator door opened, I leaned against the wall opposite the lift's door, which happened to be a mirror. And as the door opened, I raised my right arm and motioned, Stop! When it opened, I saw cut wood pieces and sawdust from the floor construction, and because it was completely dark, I couldn't see more than a few steps past the door. But then I noticed a darker figure in the shadows. I pressed the close button while still holding out my hand in panic. The elevator started moving but the door remained open by about half an inch. I had never noticed it malfunction while running before. When I was almost on my floor, the carriage began to shake. At first, gently, then a quick burst of vibration before stopping. I dashed out when it opened and catched my breath. I looked at the elevator once more as its doors closed and up until now, I couldn't tell exactly what I saw. But from what I remember, there appeared to be a mark of a hand on the back wall of the lift. It appeared moist as if a hand had touched a cold surface and left a trace of moisture. Needless to say, I left that building as soon as I was able. This next story was submitted by Francis T. I live in Marikina, not far from San Mateo. I'm not familiar with the history of the area but our house was blessed. Although haunting still occurred there when I was a child and up until now. It happened about a month ago when my mother discovered that the stove and tank had been turned on during the night. Fortunately, because we didn't cook that night, my mother covered the stove, but it was still terrifying. The next night after the stove incident, I went outside to feed the dog we were caring for. And before I could even put down the food, I noticed that the dog was staring at something I couldn't see. It didn't bother me and my night went on normally. The most haunting thing that happened to us was when I went downstairs to the kitchen to look for food 
and the faucet suddenly turned on. My body froze because I realized that I was alone in the kitchen. I quickly turned it off and dashed to where my mother was. I obviously told her what had happened but she didn't believe me and claimed that she probably forgot to turn it off. I knew that couldn't be true. Because as I was climbing the stairs to tell my mother what had happened, I heard the faucet turn back on. This last story was submitted by MC. I've had many ghost encounters, and the story that I'm about to share was the first one I experienced as a kid. As a child, I loved being alone and to have time for myself. And this happened during my older sister's birthday. That night, there was a karaoke going on. It was extremely loud and enjoyable and it only got better when her classmates and friends arrived. I was sitting in a chair on our terrace facing the crowd of people having a good time downstairs. I was looking at them, laughing at their jokes and I can see that they are having a generally good time. It was late but they were still singing and I was sitting there alone trying to keep myself entertained by looking at them, the trees, the garbage can and so on. I did it twice in a row. And when I looked at the tree for the third time, I noticed a lady in a white dress with short hair floating in the air about two inches above the ground. And she was staring at me. She didn't have a face but her posture told me she was looking at me. I was so taken aback that I had to rush to tell my mother what I had seen and I even started crying as I told her. I have more ghost stories to tell and this one always gives me the goosebumps whenever I think about it. And that is it for today's Spooky Saturday. I do hope you enjoyed listening to the stories. If you have your own paranormal encounters that you would like to share, please email us at officialtabitabipod at gmail.com. Or you can send it on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And Discord as well. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it in social media, or leave a rating and review. Once again, a huge thank you to Silvery Wind, Mark O, Francis T, and MC for your submissions. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much and please take care of yourselves. And if you want to help support the podcast, please head over to patreon.com slash tabitabipod. And for as little as 2 or 4 or $6, you can gain early access, listen to Patreon-exclusive content, and more. Or you can always give us a tip on coffee at ko-chefhi.com slash tabitabipod. Once again, a huge thank you to my Patreon and to you, my dear listeners. Thank you so, so much. Thanks for listening to Tabi Tabi Podcast. This has been Ethan. Join me next time when I share more spooky stories. Bye!